Pittsburgh Steelers. I project them to eight wins. How dare me? How dare you project them to have a losing season? Because apparently that is literally impossible under Coach Mike Tomlin. They get nine wins. This year, projected for ten and a half wins. Um, I am a big fan of what they're doing in the secondary. Uh, Patrick Peterson is not washed yet. He actually had a pretty solid season in Minnesota. I really like Joey Porter Jr. Levi Wallace is solid. Um, and then Mika Fitzpatrick, one of the best uh, safeties in the league, if not the best safety in the league. Uh, this, uh, no surprise, right? The Pittsburgh Steelers have a good defense. Like, who, who would have guessed? Like, this also could have been the edge rushers with TJ Watt and Alex Highsmith. Um, the only problem I have with this team, really, uh, also, also with the interior guys, right? Cameron Hayward and, and Larry Okunjobi. This is, defense is insane. Uh, the only place where it's a problem right now is at linebacker, where they really don't have a standout guy. Yep. Um, you know, it's Cole Holcomb, it's Lennon Roberts, and then I think Miles Kilber is like their third guy, which is not great. So hopefully one of these guys comes along and, and can really step in and be a, a solid linebacker for them. But you know, we're talking about a great secondary, a great edge group, a great D-tackle uh, D group. Your linebackers could be a little eh and get away with it. The real question about Pittsburgh is going to be on the offense, right? None of the units themselves really worries me. It's just, uh, as a group, there's nothing there that makes me go, oh, yes, this is, like, legit. Right. Yeah, listen, I think, you know, and at the end of the day, you know, this is the low-hanging fruit here, but this is a quarterback-driven league, right? And you're looking for a guy in Kenny Pickett to take that next step, right? So for Kenny, like, he has all the pieces around him. He's got a good running back in Najee Harris, who he can also use in the pass game. He's got a decent enough O-line. You know, of course, Broderick Jones coming in, starting at left tackle. That's a heck of a lot of pressure, but he's a pretty darn good prospect uh, to do that with. They brought in Isaac Salamalu from Philly. He comes across, uh, you know, Pennsylvania and goes to to Pittsburgh. Um, You know, they have Mason Cole at center. James Daniels is a pretty good guard. And then – Okafor is their their right tackle. Decent group, I would say average group at their offensive line. Um, deep though, right? Because that's what Kevin Dotson, Nate Herbig, yeah, the, Green, Nate Dan Herbig. Moore. Yeah, like that, that's like, again that, and that's that's something we've seen. And I mean, I'm sorry to cut you off. That's something no. we've seen for a lot of these lines, right? Like if your line isn't great, it at least to be deep, right? Like this. Sure. Th- there's a lot of pieces that need to get better here. You know, especially yep. you know, we need to see what, what Broderick Jones can do. Uh, and Mason Cole needs to step up a little bit more. Um, yep. But the depth really balances out that lack of, of true star power. Sure. And I think, you know, you bring in a guy like Darnell Washington, right, from the University of Georgia along oh, with Pat Fryermuth, right? What a what a steal. You know, kind of both those guys, really good run blockers. Obviously, Fryermuth adds that receiving ability, but I also wouldn't discount Darnell Washington's receiving ability, right, as well, especially on pop passes and – um, kind of leaking him out in the backfield. And you get a guy like big guy like that out in space, man. That's it's pretty scary because he can run too. Oh, he's got good speed. He does. Absolutely. He does. So, you know, you, you use that to help Pat Fryermuth, especially on early downs and play action, right? Uh, that's really important. And then you're bringing a guy like Allen Robinson via trade from the Rams, um, who, again, veteran presence in a young room. You know, Deontay Johnson, I know, is is a is a veteran at this point, but he's still on the younger side, mm-hmm. right? Uh, George Pickens in his second year, uh, Anthony Miller, who I really liked 
a, a good amount, especially his time over in Chicago. And then Miles Boinkin, a Notre Dame guy who who went to Baltimore, started his career in Baltimore. So they have some nice pieces. They have some nice depth uh, depth pieces as well in that receiving room. They have depth at the tight end room, like we talked about. Um, another spot that I think they could definitely use some more depth is the running back position, especially with Najee Harris being banged up yeah. early in his career. That's a concern for me. Because uh, like, who's behind him? McFarland is that really it? And like, McFarland's right. not like a great backup. Like, this is a pretty weak backup for a team that likes to run the ball. Right, like Pittsburgh, you would think you'd have you know, at least an average backup behind Harris. Like this is this if if he goes down, you know that could be very detrimental to this team because it seems like it's going to be a heavy play action team, right? With with their run blocking tight ends, you want to you know go play. And I know the analyst is going to say you don't need to run to do play action, um, but I'm not sure many linebackers are going to bite on Anthony McFarland. Like that's just like I could, no doubt. Yeah, you can take you could take the delayed step on on uh, on McFarland uh, sure. if he's running the ball. So they definitely need somebody. Um, wouldn't surprise me if they had a running back uh, in August. Yep, I agree. I was just gonna say, you know, when guys shake shake loose, right? That the, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the running back market are going to be one of those teams that are kind of looking around, right? Um, you know, even a, a guy like DeAndre Swift maybe would have been a nice pickup for them. Again, a number two guy. He could have been, you know, I think they're in that kind of market, right? Not so much like a lower tier guy. You want a guy who's going to come in and be like a Matt Breida, right, for you. Um, I know I use Giants analogies a lot, but we're just so hooked on that team and so close to seeing them. Yeah. You know, it, it, a guy like that would really help them out, a veteran guy. So you got to see who kind of shakes loose and who may be out there. Um, when cuts come around. So I think for the offense, it's just about consistency. If they're able to run the ball again in a really, really tough division, you know, really tough black and blue and a, a AFC North division, right? Uh, Terrell Austin's going to do his thing along with Mike Tomlin for, with the defense. And then Matt Canada has to really step up. You know, I feel like every year his job is always in doubt. Yeah. There was that. a lot of calls on him getting fired last year. A lot. And, and Mike so, Tomlin held, held strong with him and said he's not going to do it. So, Yep. But yeah, but that that loyalty has to be rewarded. No doubt. No doubt. And so they have to take the next step. And that starts with, like I said, uh the quarterback Kenny Pickett in his second year. I agree. All right. So the the projection at ten and a half, how do you feel about it? Yeah, I think I think it's a good projection. I think it's right around where they're at. Um again, we've talked about it one or two games above. I mean, below or above. I, I really don't see it going above. I think that that's perfect, perfect number for them. I would see them again at that nine-win mark. Um, again, I just think this division is super talented, and and very much like the Steelers with Mike Tomlin. You know, Harbaugh over in Baltimore, very similar type of situation, right? So they're never going to be out of it either. You have the ascension of Joe Burrow and and his weapons over in Cincinnati. Right. And then, and Cleveland's going to be a tough ground and pound football team. Obviously, I think they're the weakest link in this division. But, you know, no one is a surefire out when it comes to these in division games. Um, but the AFC is a gauntlet, like we've talked about. So yeah. nine wins, I could see them even maybe closer to, to eight wins. I think maybe eight and a half is that better number, in my opinion, believe it or not. Okay. I, I can see that. Um, I feel like ten is probably good. I, I'm like I think ten is really where it's at. I, yep. I don't think ten. I think ten's a little high, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't see a world where Pittsburgh gets eleven. Um. But I, 
10, I feel is good. Nine, I feel is good. So maybe nine and a half. I mean, maybe I put a win yep. above you. Yeah. Um, but this team is a solid team, especially on defense. Uh, and that can get you through regular season games. It will not get you far in the playoffs. Sure. Um, you know, you're not getting uh, that. You need a good offense to, to go far in the playoffs. We'll see what happens to Kenny Pickett. I did like Kenny Pickett uh, at Pittsburgh yep. in college. So did I. Uh, yep. We'll see what, what he does in year two. Uh, I liked what I saw in year one. Um, yeah, and we'll see if this, you know, if these question marks can come through, right? You know, George Pickens' second year, Najee Harris has to do with, with uh, you know, the injury. Darnell Washington, is he healthy? And if he is healthy, is he going to be the player we all thought he could be? Right. Uh, and then offensive line, yeah. Like, you know, how does Broderick Jones hold up in year one in a very rough division? Um, but I, I still think, I, you know, right now, I still feel Pittsburgh is definitely very firmly in the playoff conversation for the for the wild card. Sure, and I think, you know, Pittsburgh does a great job of developing players, keeping guys in their system, right? And especially at the receiver position, they do a great job of developing wide receivers. They always have. Um, so you have a younger guy like a Calvin Austin the third or Gunnar Olszewski who came over from New England, right? And you can look at some of those younger guys and say, okay, these some of these guys may come along and develop um, but again, two big question marks, Broderick Jones with experience, Kenny Pickett, I've touched on a, a few times, obviously those are make or break type players in this, for this team. So that's why I say it could go on the lower end if things don't go well in, in those two areas, especially on the offense. Um, but I agree. I mean, their defense is really darn good. You hope TJ Watt kind of gets back on the horse again. Um, they have some nice depth, uh, you know, with, DeMarvin Leal and, and Cam Hayward, obviously, Larry Ogunjobi, who you've talked about. You know, even a guy like a Landon Roberts in the middle, like he's not that bad there, right? And then they have – No, he's not bad. He's I just right. wish he's a little better. Absolutely. So I think that this defense actually is going to be like that under-the-radar, just really, really solid defense. But at the end of the day, that's Pittsburgh for you, and that's a Pittsburgh under Mike Tomlin. It wouldn't surprise me at the end of the year. You look back and you're like, oh, wow, Pittsburgh was fourth in defense. <laughs> like, like, you, right. you, you may not even think about it, right? Because they're not going to be first. They definitely will not be first. No. It wouldn't surprise me if at the end of the year they're like third and fourth in yard. 